Transform you in the eye of the storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we've been defying. Rice. What's the cost to be the boss? Breaking down the walls. We all in once the coin guitars. Got the plan of action, never acting. Don't need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good. So are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if. If, if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better, they asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up? What up? Real Coach JB here, man of the Slapdick Podcast, coming at you on this fine Thursday, Thursday before Fearless Friday. I give you a couple updates before we get into it. Um, ben Muller, I appreciate you becoming a new member of the Slapdick Podcast. Give it up. He said it's the best $2 he ever spent. I appreciate it. Hey, guys, you guys will forget about $1.99. Y'all spend it at fucking Starbucks every day. Uh, I appreciate everybody coming in on the YouTube channel. Hit the like button, subscribe. Become a member. As I said, we're growing the channel. I take live callers, video chat live callers like no one else. Um, Only to my members. So become a member. And... uh, this was a bad week to start five days a week. I got to say, I got to I gotta apologize, right? I hate apologizing, as you guys know. But I have to apologize uh, because I was going to do five days a week. I missed yesterday, Work Boot Wednesday, my kind of favorite themed day. Um, but I was at Radio Row in L.A. Uh, with Pat and the boys and a bunch of other folks. Um and I got, you know, I got asked to go on a thousand different shows, uh, different ESPN affiliates, different Fox affiliates, different shows throughout the day. And it basically bombarded me to where I couldn't get my own show in. And when I was told by everybody how hard it would be without having a legitimate setup. See, most of those guys that go to Radio Row are already set up. So they already had their setup. They already have everything ready to roll. I did not. Now, my um, my show uh, creators and owners believe podcast group, BLEAV, which is a fast-growing podcast uh, owner. Shout out to Bron, the owner. They have 500 shows on Believe's network right now. Ryan Leaf, um, he, which is also on series to, to everybody else. But... Um, Having said that, you know, it was too much work to get it done and I didn't want to, I'm not going to put my name on something shitty. So I didn't put, I didn't want to do it. So I just went on other people's shows, promoted my show. Um, and then I stayed out there all night, man, and hung out with Pat and the boys 
late last night in uh, at their house at their spots and uh, smoked some stogies. And uh, me and AJ went through about ten cigars. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Pat's show this morning. They shouted me out, um, but uh, so it was fun times, man. It was a good deal, uh, good hanging out, and and clear the air. A lot of cats are asking, like uh, I guess a lot of cats. I appreciate the fans, man, that I have that defend me on a regular, um, but uh, a lot of you guys were they're like, oh man, Pat, why don't you have JB on? He's in LA. You're from he, JB's from LA. Um, whoop, bam, whoop. And I, listen, that's not the deal, man. My deal is done. Like, <laughs> Pat took care of me. I'm on college. I'll probably be back next year for college, uh, about 15 weeks. I mean, that's what it is. You know, he has his own deal set up, man. Pat has gone above and beyond for me and everyone else that I know that he does. And so we're on a different level, man. We, 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 uh, we get together if we can and, you know, have a good time. I got to meet the whole entire show and the team. So it was good. Um, shout out, Ruben. Um, so it was a good deal, man. It was, it, was a, it was a fun deal. It was a lot. Of, there's a lot of shit that goes into that, man. So shout out to Zito and all the boys for hooking that show up, man. Plus they have Hammer Don, uh, as they say. Uh, that comes on right after the show, man. But the, it's a beautiful uh, FanDuel layout setup. Um, it's a pretty sweet deal, man. But Radio Row is pretty intense. Everybody's there. I think Pat's show is coming back on at 4 o'clock today on the West Coast, 7 on the East Coast. His show will come back on in front of the fans. So, you know, that'll be electric, man. And uh, we had a lot of good conversations last night, man. And uh, so, you know, it was a good deal. So, real recognizes real. I appreciate Richie Rich. Shout out. Becoming a member. Uh, but make sure you become a member, man. If you guys want to chop it up, you know, real talk banter. Um, hit me up and, uh, you know, it is what it is. I don't know why people think there's always assume something, man. Like, <laughs> there's no beef. What the fuck? Me and Pat talk quite a bit. AJ, we fuck. Yeah. You know, shit. Had a lot of whiskey last night, some cigars, got to chill, hang out, shoot the shit, talk some real shit, anything, everything off the record, no cameras, no phones. We didn't need to take pictures. Like, we, we're not fucking thirsty like that. You know what we are? We're hungry. And um, title of this episode on Thursdays is now the Thursday Thursday. So, um, Want to make sure you guys all know that. But the Slapdick Podcast is brought to you by Be uh, Believe, obviously, who's our uh, proud owner of the podcast group. Um, like I said, 500 channels, 500 shows. So um, it's you might want to look into a lot of the, the people they have there. Pac-Man Jones is on Believe. Uh, there's a lot of people on Believe, man. So this Slapdick Podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The big game is finally here Sunday. We're three days away. Last football game of the season. And BetOnline has you covered. Odds, scores, totals, players, performance, props to where the next coach fired is going to land. BetOnline is the number one sports spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline is basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Coverage is the best in the business from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Head to Bet Online today. Use your mobile device, sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 
Just use our promo code Believe B L E A V to get you started. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your f- favorite sports and favorite games. Bet online where the game starts. Go check it out. Tell them Slapdick sent you. Um, lots to discuss here, man. On this Slapdick uh, Thursday, Thursday, um, I'm going to give you a quote of the day here, man, because. Um, it's Thursday, Thursday, so it's only uh, telling that I give you a quote that is uh, themed, right? But like I said, we were talking last night, man, and uh, had a lot of good conversations, man. And like I said, you know, already know how I am. Disagreements create great conversations, but always stay hungry. Never act thirsty. Quote of the day. Might be quote of the year. I don't know, but too many of you motherfuckers act thirsty, And never stay hungry. We need to stay hungry and never act thirsty. And we're going to break down what Thursday, Thursday, uh, Thirsty Thursdays are and get into it. Um, But, you know, we're going to check it out. Mike Mesa, what up, man? Become a member, man. Support your boy from the CPT Hub City in the house. Um, Lots to discuss, man. Who is thirsty? Us or them? Who is us and who is them? Who is they? How many of them motherfuckers tell you, hey, they told you, they told me? Who the fuck is they? I never figured that out. Me and my boy Spree always find, try to figure out who the fuck is they? Hey, they told me that uh, old boy told, told them. <laughs> who the fuck is they and who is old boy? That itself is a thirsty ass motherfucker because they don't ever know who they is. They don't know who they are. They don't know who old boy is. They don't know who old girl is. Who the fuck are they? Never figured it out, man. Never figured it out. Um, Sipping on some slapdick whiskey. I got to let you know about the show uh, today. I got so much going on and that's why I wanted to apologize because I wanted to do five days a week this week. But I'm definitely starting next Monday, five days, all right? Every single day, regardless of what I have to do, this will be the new JB Focus. So I appreciate everybody coming in. I don't want to give you any false hope. I'm going to get this thing going. Um, But tomorrow, I will not have a show. I apologize ahead of time. That's what apologies are supposed to be. Post to, right? Post to. We talked about that. Not supposed, post to. But apologies are supposed to be ahead of time, not after the fact. Because if you apologize after the fact, it's just showing you who you really are, not what you say. We are what we do, not what we say. Just remember that. Um, but tomorrow for Fearless Friday, man, I will be, in tra- I will be actually traveling tonight um, to Phoenix, to the Waste Management Open um in phoenix uh to support my boy pat perez i'll be there with pat and his wife lovely wife and and kids um and his great caddy and i'll be there for two days man so i'll be back here late saturday night and ready for the super bowl on sunday so i just gotta let you know i'm gonna throw in a few fearless friday parts of the show today especially my top five dead or alive i'm gonna discuss that at the end of this day so i can touch on some friday things all right that i will discuss on fearless fridays going into the weekend so i'll try to get a few things done on this show um that i would do tomorrow for fearless friday but today is thursday thursday 
And uh, appreciate everybody on YouTube. Please hit the like button to subscribe. Become a member. $1.99, man. Um, and uh, like I said, uh, I'll be taking live callers every every day. I'll also be giving away uh, hoodies, T-shirts, books, posters, whiskey. Who knows, right? Um, but I'll be giving those things away and uh, for, you know, different things, trivias, um, you know, different Poll questions, trivia, um, just different things, man. Different things. So you go to a membership, man. I think you go to uh, join. I think you go to join now. I think you have to have a desktop. Have we figured that out? Anybody in the chat? Have we figured out, do you need a desktop for sure? Or can you do it on your mobile device? Can you join the Slapdick Podcast um, on your mobile devo- device. Can you please out, help out Terry McLean? Um, anyway, lots to discuss here on Thirsty Thursday, man. I want to, uh, I want to get to the contrary to belief segment first. All right. I'll pull it up on the screen for everybody on YouTube. Contrary to belief, man. I, I know I grew up with folks that have always confused salmon which a lot of folks pronounce salmon, <laughs> right? If you grew up in the hood, you pronounce salmon like salmon. You don't pronounce the L. You don't enunciate the L. The L is silent, English major motherfuckers. So I just want to make sure you know the L in salmon is silent. So you should say it like salmon, like S-A-M-M-O-N. That's how you should say it. Um, A lot of people say salmon where I grew up. I grew up in the hood and everyone I know said salmon. (laughs) So I used to have to correct my boys all the time. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't pronounce the L. It's salmon. But I know a lot of you cats grew up. um, Lucy's mom, I mean, Lucy's daughter pronounces the L. So she's from the hood. She is officially gangster. Shout out to Lucy's daughter. Lucy, is that your daughter that's cheer cheers and stuff in high school? Um Who says cub cupboard or do they just say cupboard? Now the P is silent. The P is silent. So make sure you do not cupboard. Now I've heard that before. You know where I've heard it before? Beverly Hills, Orange County. I've heard motherfuckers that truly say cupboard. And I'm just like, what the fuck did you just say? It's cupboard, motherfucker. We don't pronounce the P. We don't we don't fucking the P is silent. Don't fucking say it. Um This is one right here. I think a lot of people really, really underestimate this word. Mortgage. Who uses who says the who uses the T when they say mortgage? I pay my mortgage. Is it mortgage or do you pronounce do you do you, is the T silent or not? I've never used the T. Growing up in the hood, even though I think I have a few degrees and I was pretty fucking smart, I never knew mortgage was spelt with a fucking T. I was like, where the fuck is the G? Where the fuck is the G at? But anyway. Those are things like like captain, right? 
uh, like Colonel, Colonel. Where the fuck's the where's the R in Colonel? Uh, where, why is the why is the fucking L silent and there's no R in Colonel? <laughs> but that's a word I should have used, but I didn't want to use it, so fuck, I gave it away. Uh, CJ reads a mortgage banker and he says mortgage all day long. Um, I don't know. Rich folks say use the T, man. Come on, dog. Um, new future or near future? In the near future, I would like to own a fucking boat. Like, or is it in the new future? Who says new future? Who says near future in this fucking room? Um, those are all things, man. Just some brain food, dog. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Yeah, but I, I, I know a lot of people that say new future. You know that, right? New future is actually a thing, too. So check it out. It's actually a real thing. Um, but anyway, we're here on uh, Thirsty Thursday. Um, appreciate everybody, man. I had to, te- you know, I teach class. I got to teach class, dog. Coaching is teaching, you know. You either coach it or you fucking allow it. Um, I want to let everybody know, man, contrary to belief, too. I'm not going to just compare words all the time. I'm going to discuss other things that are real life. Missing breakfast to everybody out there, contrary to belief, is perfectly fine and healthy. Let's just make sure we're clear here. Missing fucking breakfast, which I've done for probably more than 30 years, is perfectly fine and healthy. Now, to me, breakfast is not having coffee and grabbing a fucking energy bar or a fucking snack. Um, Breakfast is like eggs, fucking oatmeal, fucking grits fucking potatoes sit down eat that shit like see i make my bed in the morning i make my bed every morning you've heard me talk about this before i guarantee you 90 percent of you don't make your bed in the morning and i am a true believer that if you do not make your bed in the morning your day is going to start off fucked up i truly believe it I don't believe you can ever accomplish everything you want to do if you can't make your bed in the morning. That's my true fucking belief. I'm a true believer of it. I don't know. I used to have my players make their bed. You know why? You know why I made my players make their bed? And a lot of folks, you know, a lot of cats have me speak to them. And a lot of people like the fact that I use a lot of psychology and philosophy. And I'm not a psychology major and I'm not a philosophy major. You know why? You know why I'm a psychologist? Because coaching football is fucking psychology 101. Coaching is shit. You don't need to fucking be a good coach per se as far as X's and O's and as far as this and that. You have to play mind games with folks. And that's for CEOs, COOs, CFOs. You have to understand how to fucking get the person to where they could not get themselves. There's no excuse, Lucy. Make our bed in the morning when you wake up. It's got to be a step-by-step process to accomplish goals, man. You have to wake up and say, fuck, let me start my life off today by doing something that is very simple that can catapult the rest of my fucking day to create a goal and a result. Well, let's start with making our fucking bed. 
Because you know why my players make their bed? See, Psycho Warrior said he don't make it because it's wasted energy. Hey, this is a good conversation. He said, I'm going to get back in it when he gets home. See, I would call him a nasty motherfucker, right? Number one, because you better shake that motherfucker out. Number two, I would tell you that if you don't make your bed, by your statement right there, Psycho Warrior, it tells me that you're running behind. You got up last minute. You want to sit in there and stretch and fucking scratch your ass and do all that shit nasty motherfuckers do. I made my players make their bed because I didn't want them waking up last minute and running their asses in the, into my weight room at five in the morning with stank breath, stank ass, not prepared for what's after weights. If you get your ass up early and prepare for the day, you have time to make your fucking bed, fucking wash your motherfucking face and ass, and why brush your motherfucking teeth i taught those things and you know i've had kids tell me coach we never told that shit and i said i know that's why your breath stink motherfucker that's why your teeth are fucked up and that's why your fucking ass is lazy because if we teach our youth to just get there on time and you know what they do they forget shit they fucking running late I've had kids. I've seen the worst of things. That's why I, I, I am extremist when it comes to shit like this. I've seen literally cats running late and get hit by a car because they try to run the red light because they're late. I've seen cats run out of gas. I've seen cats get a flat tire. You know, I've never, ever missed a practice or a game or a fucking meeting or a weight room session or anything i've never ever missed it the day my dad died i was oc at east la community college and i was at practice the day my dad died my dad died in my arms in a hospital bed i was there and i had to get to east la from orange county in to practice why because i fucking told them i would be there I told the kids that I recruited I would be there. So what gives me the right to miss? But nowadays we got kids missing for fucking because their dog ate their homework. Because they got to play PlayStation. Because they got every fucking excuse in the world other than what's important now. That's why I use win as my fucking motto. What's important now? W-I-N. We don't have it. We don't teach it. We don't use it. And it's unfortunate that uh, little things like that can save a life, can create a culture, can instill discipline. And people don't realize making your bed in the morning is a fucking critical fucking element in our fucking life success. But a lot of people don't think that way. If you, why is the military and military folks so straight edge, disciplined, cutthroat? You don't think they make their bed in the morning? So, I don't know. That's just my thought, man. You ain't got to do it. <sighs> Bailey, shout out. Yeah, Pat was too over. He'd be all right. We, I, I talked to him a little bit ago. He'd be all right. He started off with double and uh, bogey. He started off with bogey and double, so I saw that. Um, 
His wife was texting me during it, like, fuck, fuck. She, she's, she gets after it now, trust me. So I'll be rolling up with Pat tomorrow morning. Um, so, you know, is what it is. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, appreciate Brian B. I appreciate everybody. I'm sorry for missing Work Boot Wednesday yesterday. Um, so, like I said, we're trying to get this thing going five days a week. We will do five days a week next week. It's just, uh, you know, we got a lot. I got a lot of shit going, a lot of moving parts, and this was probably a bad week to start five days a week. <laughs> Uh, even Pat McAfee was laughing at me. He's like, yeah, you picked a bad fucking week because of all the shit that's going on and I'm, and a lot of things I was asked to do and show up to. So, but radio row was a good deal, man. It was cool. Got to see some folk, old friends and, um, a lot of fucking slapdicks though. I'll tell you that a lot of slapdicks. Um, contrary to belief, do you guys know that spirit is worse than allegiant? Have you guys flown allegiant? Have you guys ever flown on Allegiant? You know what we call Allegiant Airlines? Because Allegiant was the only airline that would fly to Tulsa from L.A. direct. And so when I was coaching, um, plus some of my coaches were from Cali, we would fly from Cali to Tulsa and then drive from Tulsa to Indy, which is only an hour away. So Tulsa, Oklahoma is only an hour from Independence, Kansas. So that was the easiest airport. But Allegiant was the airline. Cheap. I didn't mind Allegiant until we figured out that we started calling it Noah's Ark. So me and my couple friends, we were fucking working on, uh, you know, going back and forth. And Allegiant is Noah's Ark. And nobody understands that until you fly it. But then I flew Spirit one time. And Frontier is another one. But Frontier just bought out Spirit, Lisa said. So shout out to Lisa. She gave us some news, breaking news, breaking news. Um, I got on Spirit, and there was a Great Dane on that motherfucker. There was a goddamn cat, and there was two rabbits just walking on the motherfucker, like on the plane. And I'm like, wait up. What the fuck is this? And I'm like, Damn. I thought Allegiant was bad because there was caged animals on Allegiant. So we started fucking around calling it Noah's Ark. But fuck, dog, Spirit's worse. And then Spirit charges you for every single fucking thing. So everything you, 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 you know, you get a Spirit Airline ticket for $79, and then <laughs> that motherfucker's $300 because you got to pay for water, ice, <laughs> to recline your chair, <laughs> earphones, fucking pillow. Uh, don't ask for a liquor or alcoholic beverage. Holy shit. Spirit adds up like a motherfucker. You might as well fly first class around this motherfucker once you're done with spirit. So anyway, uh, contrary to belief, just letting people know, spirit is worse than allegiant. One last contrary to belief thing that nobody talks about. Because I think we're too nice and we're scared to hurt people's feelings, especially our family's feelings. Family members. But if you ever get a family recipe handed down, they are 99.9% absolutely, unequivocally fucking horrible. They are the worst recipes for food that you can possibly get. They always come from a, a, a family member. 
Do not take family recipes no more. Make it a pact. Block it. Don't do it. It's the worst fucking thing you could possibly do. Don't take a family recipe. It will be the nastiest shit you've ever fucking done in your life. Don't cook a family recipe. Please don't do it. Trust me. I'm trying to tell you. Because if you do, and I've told you that this happens, you will be a slap dick. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> so that having, that's a perfect segue into our slap dick segment. Um, the first one on the list today is obviously for me. You know how I feel. And this is a high school um, alumni of mine. Not the same time by far. I'm a much older person than this guy. But he went to my high school. But James Harden is a true... He is the epitome of what soft, enabled, instant gratification truly means in today's society. It is that motherfucker, James Harden. James fucking Harden cannot go to a team and will it, will it to win. And we understand he is an absolutely... To me, in my opinion, he is one of the softest, if not the softest, motherfuckers that ever play. And he just, why are we not giving him more fucking flack than, say, a KD who went to Golden State or a LeBron who went to Miami? This motherfucker's chasing rings like no other. Now, JB, we think LeBron started it. KD made it worse. Okay, I get that. But... Who's going to break the fucking curse? So we're just going to keep rolling with it? How about we break the curse? How about we fucking... How about we don't keep going from Houston, Oklahoma City, to fucking Houston, to fucking Brooklyn, to fucking Philadelphia? Like, dog, he goes to the Nets and finds out now he has a million and one excuses. I don't like Brooklyn, and I don't like Kyrie, and I don't like... Dog, that's a you fucking problem, homie. Motherfuckers don't have the luxury to leave Walmart to go work at McDonald's, motherfucker. They don't have the luxury to go from McDonald's to being a CEO at fucking IBM, homie. They got to work their way up, dog. Why don't you go look their way up? Why don't you go look it up and find out what the fuck tough-skinned motherfuckers really are? How about you do something... Use your platform to help the youth figure out how to be tougher so they're not transferring every fucking day. Why do we keep having these soft motherfuckers with all this money, making all this money exemplifying horrible-ass fucking uh, behavior? Soft-ass bitch shit. Like, God damn, dog. I give credit to Steph Curry. He never, He's never left. Thompson, Clay Thompson has never left. Kobe, obviously, never left. Um, the old school, the Magics, the Birds, the McHales. Why did they play on one team? Now, I understand there's no the money wasn't even close. I get all that shit. But we got these motherfuckers that are getting billions, dog. Billions. And... And the NBA is just giving away hundreds and 200 and 300 million dollars like it's candy. And uh, nobody says shit. 
Like I'd, I'd, call, I'd call him out before I did KD. And I don't like KD either. Russell Westbrook, is he staying or is he going? I think the Lakers need to make a move. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I hope uh, Lakers can do something because Westbrook's not the guy. And I don't believe he's hurt. I believe he's set yesterday in Portland. By the way, how do you lose to Portland? How do you lose to Portland as the Lakers? Even AD and LeBron play and you lose to motherfucking names I've never heard. Um, yeah, the deadline passed, Isaac, but that doesn't mean nothing. They can buy out people. They can still make some trades. Happens every year. Most of the big trades, except for the huge one that happened today and the Porzingis trade, most of them will happen after the deadline. So you, you'll still be seeing trades for the next few days, though. Um, it's called buyout. Um, some fucking idiot reporter yesterday in one of these sit downs for a Dallas reporting agency, um, asked me about Hitler. <laughs> I almost choked that motherfucker. I was like, dude, I'm trying to be cordial here, but what are you bringing up dumb shit for that? You have no clue about four years later. Are, is that what you really have to well, sit down with me for motherfucker? I was pretty livid, dog. I would have choked the fuck out of that motherfucker um, if I wasn't in a such a revered <laughs> radio row. I didn't want to be on ESPN choke fucking uh, Dallas ESPN affiliate radio show host. <laughs> but it was close to happening. I'm going to be real. Um, Pat Beverly talking shit about Westbrook. <laughs> Um, it's a pretty much a slapdick move. Pat Beverly, you're one of the ugliest human beings that have ever walked the earth, first of all. Second of all, um, you can't even talk about Russell Westbrook. He has more talent in his fucking pinky toe than you have in your whole ugly human self. So stop saying shit. You'll never be a Russell Westbrook. You'll never do anything. You haven't won either, motherfucker, so shut the fuck up. You were with the Clipper organization, who's the JV team in L.A. Shut the fuck up. And now you're the ugliest motherfucker in the NBA. You and Montrez Harrell are the two most ugliest motherfuckers in the world. Um, another slapdick move that a lot of people aren't talking about, man. Um, Canada. In the truck driver situation. It's a real slapdick situation. It's like a fucking truck driver revolt. People don't realize what the effect is it, it is having on America um, and Canada. About 1,500 trucks a day are, lo- are not coming in. You wonder why we have nothing on our shelves. Um, we have nothing on our shelves, dog. Um, I think I lost video. I'm back now. Um, We have nothing on our shelves. Why is that? Why do we not have anything on our shelves? Does anyone know why we don't have anything on our shelves? Like, (laughs) I really don't get why we have nothing on our shelves. Because the fucking trucks are on hiatus because the supply chain that everyone uses the government in Canada wants them to have vaccines. They want them to have be vaccinated. And they're like, no, I don't want to be vaccinated. So we're in a fucking, we're in some shitty times, dude. I'm going to be honest with you. We're in some fucked up times. Ask it out. 
Ash is being a slap dick. Um, am I back up? Yeah, I don't know what happened. My fucking internet, my my video went out, and it showed like some shit. I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, apologize for my fuck Boost Mobile internet. I don't know what internet I have. I don't have Boost Mobile, but I live in the sticks, man, away from every fucking buddy because I don't like nobody, and uh, I don't want nobody to see me and shit. So internet's a bitch here. Ash. Um. Anyway, um. Harden traded to the 76ers. I'm I'm here for the little for my hot take. Uh for my little hot take. Ash. Good job, Bottom. Bottom gonna fuck him up one day. Um my hot takes, man. I got I put it on the screen for you guys. You know. Harden traded for Simmons, Drummond, and Seth Curry and two first rounders. Now, I believe. That Brooklyn won the trade for the years to come. I believe the Sixers won the trade for this year. I believe that Harden and Embiid are going to be a problem. Um, and they get they still got to keep Tobias uh, Harris. And I don't know, man. I think the 76ers are a problem. Um. Yeah, I would have tried to kept Seth Curry, dog, because they need that other shooter. Because I believe they'll put Harden at the point guard. I don't know what you think. I think they'll put Harden at point, put Tobias at the two, and now you got, um, and then you got Danny Green. I, you still got Danny Green as a shooter. I, he's been kind of hurt and banged up this year. But I think, uh, I don't know, man. Um, it's interesting. Snoop Dogg bought Death Row Records, man. Shout out to Big Snoop for buying Death Row Records. Um, yeah, Maxie could shoot for the Sixers, too. So that's a good deal. Um, Snoop Dogg bought Death Row, man. And I think that's a pretty good look, especially on the West Coast. And I think that's a good thing for Snoop to buy it right before the Super Bowl. It's a great timing. Snoop Dogg is very, very... Um, calculated him and e40 are two of the most calculated human beings i've ever met and sat down with by the way they have very good success in off the off their profession meaning they have liquor wines different drinks and they're very very successful and they uh they do a great job, man, and, and they're very fucking articulate and very smart if you ever sit down with them. Just FYI, just for all you naysayers out there that think they're just hood rappers, they are not. <laughs> uh, I'm going to break down my Super Bowl part two for everybody um, before I get into the Thirsty Thursday topic. And I don't know if you guys have, um, have you guys seen the Tender, Tender Swindler on Netflix? I don't know if you guys know about that. But uh, I didn't know about Tinder until I found out someone faked my account and faked an account for me. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Who's this? What's this? I don't even know what that shit is. I don't even know what fucking... I never heard of it. But anyway, um, Super Bowl Breakdown Part 2 is... Uh, I'm going to discuss mismatches. What mismatches can be found on the football field 
And I'm going to talk about the opportunities the Bengals have and what they should do, in my opinion. Now, my humble opinion, what they should do um, to, to slow down the rush and create some space with wideouts and corners where I told you the other day the Rams will suffocate the Bengals' wideouts and get pressure on Burrow. Um, to combat that, I believe the Bengals need to run a lot of RPOs, man. They need to run some run-pass options, take advantage of slowing down the rush, holding average linebackers for the Rams, because we talked about that's their weakness, right? Even though I don't believe it's going to matter. Um, RPOs, which will only get the DBs to peak more in the backfield and give Burrow opportunity to hit them deeper later on. Um, yes, I, I knew Suge my whole life, bro. Um, still got Suge's cell phone in my phone, and uh, Suge's nephews played for me. Uh, went to Colorado, University of Colorado. Um, me and Suge were pretty close. Um, must take advantage of the intermediate holes that the Rams defense presents, especially in the linebacker core. And if the Rams are too high, two safeties on the roof, two safeties on the hash, two safeties above the fucking secondary. If you've ever, if you don't know, I'm trying to be layman's terms to some of you. Um, they need to hit them in the soft spots of the coverage, man, over the middle and work the hashes. That's what they need to do. Okay. That's what we need to do. Um, and the, on the flip side, the Rams' opportunities is they must run the football. They must slow down the pass rush, as I mentioned the other day. Take advantage of the Bengals' secondary size because the Rams' wideouts are bigger. So Higby is going to be a huge advantage um, basically as an extended handoff in the run game. Throw stick routes, use them in the flat, use them off boot and waggles. Um, do different things like that. And I think Higby can be a huge determinant on the Rams' success on third down, staying on the football field, and the Bengals having to stay on the football field on defense. So my ultimate breakdown for this, since I won't have you guys tomorrow, can the Bengals get off the field on third down? Can the Rams sustain drives? And that will be the telltale, in my opinion, Um Whoever secures the ball and understands that ball security is ultimately job security, they will win the football game. And that's just my opinion. That's what I truly believe. So we'll see on Sunday how it in, unfolds. But I believe those are some mismatches. I believe uh, Ash, quit grabbing fucking things out of the laundry room, dude. Anyway, um, Higby's playing. I don't know about the Bengals, uh, Bengals uh, tight end. Noah, Chris, Logan, Josh, Fele, what up? Oos? You guys got to become members, dog, so I can bring you guys on the show and talk shit. Um, join, hit the join button, dog, today. Become a member for your boy. Getting this channel growing. Thursday, Thursday. I just blew ashes everywhere on my fucking desk. You is slapdick pretty much. Why you much. calling me slapdick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. I deserve slapdick. I deserve slapdick. I deserve being called one on that one.
Sunday football food talk. I'm going to smoke some ribs early in the morning. I'm going to get up. Uh, I'm going to make them tonight so they'll be in the fridge over the next two days. I'm going to put some honey on them. I'm going to marinate them in some Cajun. A um, little teriyaki sauce with some olive oil. Then I'm going to season it with some uh, teriyaki, I mean some uh, Cajun seasoning over the, over the honey. And let all that shake it up in a big old bag I use. And then I shake them all up, let it marinate for two days. Uh, two whole racks of ribs. I'm going to smoke them motherfuckers at about 250, lying them on, lying them on some foil. And in the smoker, in my Traeger, and I'm gonna we're gonna smoke them for um, about five to six hours at about two fifty. I'm also gonna make some uh, chicken. Obviously, I'm gonna bake the chicken in the house. I'm gonna bake some chicken in the house while I'm, I'm smoking that, and then I'm gonna barbecue some chicken um, and. Uh, I'm also going to smoke some wings. We're going to smoke some chicken wings. And then uh, and then just some uh, my, my famous barbecue baked beans, man. I chop up some red onion I ch- or some, uh, some red pepper, some green pepper, some green uh, onion. And, uh, and I take about a, a half a pound. It depends on the people showing up. I have a, have a half a pound of uh, ground beef meat. I chop it up, I throw it in the pot, and then I, I cook the veggies first, throw them in there with the beans um, and the meat. Once I cook the meat and the veggies, throw it in the beans, and then I dump barbecue sauce over it with some brown sugar. And I make that. Great recipe right there. If you guys like some barbecue baked beans, it's the best, dog. Um, and then I'll make that, man, real simple. You know, it's mostly guys, dog, fellas, man. We don't need to make motherfucking... Why is that a, why is that a, is that a, like a, is that contrary to the belief? Do we make salad, potato salad, mac and cheese, macaroni salad? Do we make that for women only? Cause I never, when the homies get together, it's straight meat dog. Is that a thing? I'm curious ladies, um, gentlemen, is that a thing? Do we? Do we just make those sides for ladies? Why is that? Why is that? I'm curious. Why y'all need sides, Lucy? Y'all fart just like us. (laughs) Ladies, stop acting like y'all don't fart. You guys fart just like men. You just hide that shit and look pretty. And get your feet and nails done and shit and act like y'all don't bust ass. You know you motherfucking bust ass. So let everybody know y'all bust ass so everyone can stop making you sides. Oh, man, I'm funny sometimes, dog. I make, I just, I say shit I just don't even think about sometimes. I don't know. Um, Thirsty Thursday, man. Gotta give it out for, uh, up for Thirsty Thursday as I'm sitting here. Drinking some slap dick. Lisa, you better shut the hell up. No offense. Ladies, you know damn well you guys fart. And it's just uncomfortable talking about for you, huh? 
It is for me. I don't really talk about it. But you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You ever heard that? You got to be comfortable being uncomfortable, man. Um, first of all, somebody said something that was very, very uh, ignorant. And I want to make sure this is something we, should need, we need to throw in contrary to the belief, okay? Somebody said, Richie... Rich said, Simpsons predicted 31-34 Bengals win. It's confirmed, y'all. Well, first of all, that is actually a oxymoron because the Bengals can't win 31-34. So fuck the Simpsons. <laughs> the Bengals can win 34-31. to The motherfuckers can't win 31-34. to Let me put this on the screen for everybody. Simpsons predicted 31 to 34 Bengals win. That's what Richie Rich said. <laughs> Come on, dog. Hey, hey, Richie Rich. No, no, no pun intended. I'm not fucking with you like that, but I'm just letting you know that's actually impossible. And I always used to tell players of mine, they always used to say, we won 31 34. No, we didn't win then, motherfucker. We lost 34 to 31. Holy fuck. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> I had to throw that out there, dog, and let everyone know that shit. I think the Rams win the game by 15 to 21 points, in my personal opinion, but it is what it is. Um, Thirsty Thursday. Does anyone have anyone watched the Tendler Swindler on Netflix? Has any of you guys watched this show? I have no idea what the show is. I, I haven't seen it. I don't know nothing about it. Um, I don't know anything about the shit. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Who Who's seen it in here? Anyone? Um, apparently, it's this weirdo fuck... And his daddy is involved, and it's some other things. This guy right here, if you guys haven't seen this guy. Um, have you guys seen this guy right here? This is the Tendler Swinder. I shared it on the screen with YouTube. This guy on the left, apparently, uh, looks like a weird, creepy fuck, right? I don't know. Um, but apparently, he just swindled females out of money. Off of this dating site called Tinder. All right. I want to ask all of you guys. Um, yeah, that's not his dad, by the way, on the right side. I think that was this guy, uh, Israeli uh, guy who uh, owned a diamond, uh, like the king of diamonds or something. Um, and apparently he fakes, he fakes to be the son of the king of diamonds, which is kind of threw his business into a fucked up deal um yeah apparently he 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 was accused of basically swindling millions of dollars from females private jet life driving bentley's ferraris you name it but apparently he got out of jail i guess he got five months out of 15 month sentence or some shit and got out and bought a fucking Ferrari, a Bentley, and is dating a supermodel. Apparently, the supermodel is no longer with him. Um, apparently, that is not uh, no longer a thing. Um, 
But he he uh his name is Simon and apparently he's been banned from Tinder. So I I don't know anything about Tinder. I don't know I didn't know you could do any of that shit. I had no idea what it was. Apparently I guess you swipe. You guys all know. I don't know. Apparently you swipe and if I guess if you're the girl, you can control the narrative, right? So again, they're putting all the fucking power in the woman's hand. So the guy can't do anything. He has to wait on this girl to hit him back. Well, Simon in December of 2020 pretended to be a medical worker and got an early dose of COVID-19. That's what a lot of cats don't know either. He actually said he was a medical worker. If you start adding all this shit up, um, after the documentary released, he was on a plane on his Instagram saying that he was going to give his side of the story that Netflix basically lied about everything. And then they took the IG down, I think, the same day as they did took down mine. <laughs> so, I don't know what happened. But he pretended to be the son of the King of Diamonds in Israel. And he was wanted. He was wanted by Israel, England, Denmark, Germany, and Norway all at the same time. He was wanted by these countries. Um, he served five months out of a, out of a, out of a 15-month sentence. Because of COVID population release. That was a real thing. Um, too populated. COVID. We got to release certain people. So we're going to release the tender guy. Apparently he was faking as a real estate agent as well. And apparently one woman he swindled um, is now bankrupt and now lives with her mother. Now, some of the, I think two of the females are making a podcast to tell more stories and how much more money he swindled out of a lot more people. Um, so that podcast is going to come out. But I got to discuss this. Like, who is really the thirsty one here on Thirsty Thursday? Is it the slapdick himself, Simon? Who's a shit bird for stealing money and doing everything they said? Or is it the girls for swiping left or right? I don't know what you swipe. Um, and I question some things just reading a, a lot of the charges, okay? And a lot of the f accusations. This is why I question it. I'm just going to, this is real banter now. And I want to make sure you guys are all chiming in and you guys are listening. And everybody on the audio side, Spotify, iTunes, and Apple um, you know, who's the thirsty one and how are you a very successful rich woman and now you are bankrupt and living at your mama's house? There's got to be some form of dumb ass inside of you. <laughs> When are you going to say, oh, I'm not going to give you my millions of dollars? <laughs> so, and Gabe said the girls that he swindled are back on Tinder. <laughs> You're back on Tinder? Holy fuck. Do you know what that's called? Ignorance. And it's life-threatening. You know what that's called? <laughs> Have you ever heard of doing the same shit over and over and expecting a different fucking result? Has anybody ever heard of that? Um, well, that's what they're doing. That's what they're fucking doing. And I'd be damned if I was going to give some motherfucker all my money. I don't give a fuck if I was a girl or a boy, man, woman. 
I ain't giving no motherfucker this much money. Come on, dog. Drake Kemp said the first girl said out of her mouth she had over 1,000 matches. Well, you are insane, lady. You are insane. (laughs) You need to live with your mama and be bankrupt. Because, damn, you got hustled, dog. That's part of the game we live in. But, damn, is the guy a fuckstick and a shitbird and a fucking piece of shit? Yes. 100% he is. But that's why we got to teach our fucking kids and people and family and loved ones that there's motherfuckers out there like this. You're telling me that this sheltered motherfucker, just lady, has been sitting around and never went on the Internet? Never learn that there's motherfuckers out there snatching up kids and child fucking trafficking and child pornography and kidnapping and fucking creepy, weird fucking dudes like fucking everybody from Epstein to fucking Russell Simmons. Do you realize that that's a thing? Can we fucking teach it? So you're sitting in your house and just giving away money to a motherfucker that you don't know? Off of a dating app? Do you know how many motherfuckers fake who they are and then the girl shows up and the dude is a fat old fucking shitbird who kidnaps them motherfucking ass? How many times did that happen? That started on MySpace back in the day. MySpace. 20 years ago. And then they started the thing called catfishing or whatever. Dog. Really? We're still not teaching this shit up uh we're not coaching it up we're allowing it ladies and gentlemen we're fucking allowing it if you ain't coaching and teaching this shit that there are criminal shitbirds out here who are trying to fuck you over any type of way then it's on you it's on us and You deserve it, dog. I'm sorry, but you deserve it. Does anyone deserve to have a drive-by occur and shoot you and kill you? No, I didn't say that. Nobody deserves to get shot and killed. That's not what I said. But I sure will teach a way to avoid it. I'm going to teach motherfuckers how to avoid getting shot and killed by just putting your way and keeping you out of harm's way. Let's keep you out of harm's way by not driving up right onto the back of a car. Let's give you an out, an exit. Let's give you an exit. Let's teach hood shit. Let's teach hood rules. What they teach in the military was taught in the hood growing up for me. I knew not to roll up on a car and bumper to bumper so where the motherfucker can pin me in and get out and smoke my ass. I got a way to get the fuck out. I'm going to either go left, I'm going to go right. I'm going to jump this curb. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. Gabe, give me an amen. A lot of motherfuckers don't teach it. Just trying to say, I'm trying to keep it real. We don't teach it, dog. We don't teach exit strategies. And I'm not saying anybody, you know, why do I tell my man in the room here that that now is embedded in his brain 
that he takes down and takes a screenshot of license plates next to you when you park. Why? Because if I get a fucking key mark or a ding or a dent or that motherfucker bangs my shit, I got his license plate. When you're parking at Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever, that's why I park away. But if I do got to park next to somebody, I'm snapping their motherfucking license plates. And maybe it's the new car that pulls up and that one left. But you know what? When I get there, shit, I'm going to take his license plate too. But I got at least a license plate around this motherfucker. We're going to do an investigation. I'm going to pull up on you and see, was it red paint that hit my motherfucking car? Is your car red? Well, you fucked, motherfucker. I got your ass. And I got your license plate number in this motherfucking phone. But those are little things a lot of cats don't think of. Um, I don't know dating sites, Richard. I really don't. Um, I don't know what dating sites are. I have no clue. Um, Joel, I am drinking on some slapdick. Can't. I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that? I might drop it. There's a little slapdick in there. I am going to pour a little more. Um, so you know, don't knock me. Um. Yeah, you don't want to see my camera roll, Lisa. I got all kind of shit in that motherfucker. You talking about camera roll on my phone? Yeah, oh yeah, I got all kind of shit in there. I got, fuck, especially from yesterday. Oh, man. If you could see my camera roll, I would be something out of um, the hangover. My camera roll would look like the fucking hangover. Um, if you saw what my camera roll has in it. And I cannot show those things. Um... Because of who was there at the event. Not an event. We actually were just chilling. Um, but there was quite a few famous folks there. Um, and I would never do that to anyone. So we did take pictures and shit. But, you know, um, we did fuck around a little bit here and there. But nothing major, you know. Um, but, yeah, my camera roll looks something like fucking out of the Hangover movie right now. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, dog, you know, um, Gabe, you're right. I was, I was at, Gabe, this is true shit. I was asked on every radio outlet yesterday, 27 outlets I spoke to or whatever. I said, listen, they asked me, how excited are you to have the Super Bowl in L.A., coach, being from L.A.? And I said, I'm not excited at all. I'm scared. They were like, what? I said, I'm scared, dog. We flip over cop cars if the Kings win the fucking Stanley Cup. So win, lose, or draw, on Sunday, there's going to be some drama. You motherfuckers know where you are? You're not in San Diego. You're not in Frisco. You're not in fucking Atlanta. You're not in fucking Philly and Chicago, even though there's bur- there's hoods all over. You're in a huge populated, densely populated area, the largest in the country, the most spread out in the country. The most freeway accessed area in the country. There's 10 fucking freeways near the fucking SoFi Stadium. Why are you saying freeways, coach? Because I'm from the hood, motherfucker. So when we hit a lick, you hit a lick by how many multiple freeways, Gabe? We wanted fucking freeways. So we can get away. And what's it do? It throws the cops off of what freeway you got on. (laughs) 
Do you think you're just going to hit a lick by one fucking street and one freeway so everybody knows well, we know where the motherfucker went? Well, no. You are in a huge area. Skid Row is right down the street. Most homeless population in America. You have, in my opinion, they're going to try to gentrify, gentrify fucking Inglewood and because of the stadium. They're going to try to push these homeless out, and all it's going to do is push homeless to the next area, and it's going to start more drama. Uh, yes, Joel. L.A. is not for everyone, brother. Uh, you know, each his own. I respect everywhere I go. I appreciate everywhere I go. Um, but it is what it is. Um, Pablo, I did hear Long Beach reverse the JB transfer rule. That's why I should sue their motherfucking asses. Bravo Blast said big cities are garbage. See, most people that say that they never lived in a big city. <laughs> Each his own, dog. That's what I try to tell people. Each his own. You know, little town people. I I, I know a lot of good folks from little towns. Um. But I'm a big city guy. That's where I am. Like, independence fuck with me. I had to really be mentally strong to understand I was there for players, kids, students. I was helping them out and coach, and we had a job to do. And it was a career path choice, right? I chose to do it. So, but I'm from the biggest city in America. Contrary to belief, people can say New York has more people. I don't truly believe it because I got a buddy that works for the Census Bureau and he thinks that is total bullshit because we're probably 20 million under. Gabe Gotti, can you agree to that? We're probably 20 million under on the census because of all the not only illegals that are not on any fucking census. Let's just so we make sure we're clear. I think we're closer to Mexico than New York is. Who's New York getting? Fucking illegals from London? <laughs> Toronto, Canada? Are they illegals coming into New York? Fuck no. You don't think we're 20 million under the census? Shit. I believe my boy cold-heartedly, 100% of the fucking, no doubt about it. Um, I think we're under 20 million under the census. He literally said 20 million. Just imagine that. 40 million people in L.A. County alone, he thinks. That's not even including San Diego to Frisco. That's another 40 million. People don't want to talk about how many people are here, dog. But Cat's talking about cats are leaving Cali. Yeah, you can leave in the millions and we still won't see a dent here. We still will have traffic like no fucking other. Man, everybody hit the like button, subscribe, become a member for me um, as we're going to dive deep into all kind of shit while you're thirsty. But is it the girls that was thirsty or was it the dude that was licking them? I don't know. Um, I'm going to dive into Mr. Daniel Snyder, billionaire owner of the Washington Redskins. Fuck what you say. I'm not calling them the Washington football team. I'm not calling them the commanders. I'm calling these motherfuckers the Washington Redskins, motherfucker. He has been alleged for years by cheerleaders, by workers, by employees about 
being a creepy pedophile fucking bitch. I don't know Daniel Snyder. I wasn't there. Um, give me one second, man. Let me let these dogs out the garage so I don't have to fuck them up. And I'll be right back to discuss the Daniel Snyder. Take some phone calls. Put out my f- trivia and give you guys the poll question of the week, which will lead to a giveaway. So stay tuned. I'll be back in two minutes. Don't go nowhere. Don't be a slap dick. Don't be a fuck stick. Don't be a shit bird. I'll be back in one second. Listen to this fucking talk and I'll talk back. And the cancel culture of the world and the politically correct people and the soft asses of the world, they are really truly expecting you not to talk back. And that's why this title of this show is Talk and I'll Talk Back. I'm going to talk back to you, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if it's in public or wherever. Now, I've never had an issue in public by a fan. It's uh, it's really crazy. And I would bet money that I've probably ran into folks that have talked shit to me on Twitter in person. And they suck my dick in person. But on Twitter, they're straight gangbangers. <laughs> that is what's funny about it. Um I guarantee you that's true for most folks that have, that's in this room right now. All you guys have ran into somebody that you've seen or talked to on social media that's banged on you and talked shit and called you a motherfucker and an asshole and whatever else, and you see them in person and they're kissing your ass. That's how fake we've become. That's why we're so soft now because when you do clap back and talk back and, and check a motherfucker – they get on there. All right, I'm back, dog. I don't fuck around. I don't take breaks like that. We're going to get cracking here. Um, got some slap dick. About to pour some. I'm going to put the poll question up, all right? Because we're an hour and 10 minutes into the show. I'm going to put the poll question up. And listen, just so you, I want everyone to be clear in here. You have to become a member. You have to be a member to get the poll question right. So there's two things here. You got to be a member. And you have to get the poll question correct. So the, the, the deal here is you're going to have to email me. I'm going to put the email in the chat. The first three people that email me and give me the correct answer to the poll question, which, by the way, the poll question cannot be answered. I mean, um, we won't know the poll question answer until we know it. And when you see the poll question, you'll understand what I'm fucking talking about. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to tell you. Um, I'm going to put a poll question up. You have to email me the correct answer today. You have to email me today. Your answer. So I have it time stamped 
on when you told me. I'm not fucking dumb. And then when we find out the answer in a couple weeks, the winner will get a bottle of whiskey, a hoodie, and a book. The new hoodie, the new gear. So, and there's going to only be three winners I'll take. So if 20,000 of you fucking email me and only and and 20 of you get it right, I'm taking the first three by the timestamp on my email. I'm giving you three the winning, um, the winning uh, merch. All right. So I'll give you a signed bottle of slap dick, a hoodie, and a book. So here's the poll question. All right. Here's the poll question. We got 120 people in here. Make sure you hit the like button, the subscribe, hit the uh, become a member. Dollar ninety nine, man. Best membership you've ever had. All right, here's the poll question, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put the email in the chat first, okay? I'm gonna put the email in the chat first. Um, Gabe, you better not miss this one. I'm gonna put the email in the chat, CoachJB12 at gmail.com. All right, I just put it in the chat. Um, email me the first three that email me. Well, all of you email me if you want a shot at this. But make sure the I'm making sure you know. I'm going to clarify this shit like your JUCO kids. I'm going to make sure you understand this motherfucker. The first three that get it correct will get a hoodie, a bottle of whiskey, and a book. All right. Um, remember, thirty thousand of you can get it right, but only the first three are getting a fucking book and a whiskey and a, and a fucking hoodie. I'm not giving away a million things. So here's the poll question. Where does Aaron Rodgers end up? Whoever can guess it right and email me, CoachJB12 at gmail.com. The first three will get those things. It'll be the new hoodie. It'll be the short sleeve hoodie or it'll be a zip up hoodie. Um, it will be a legit shit. It ain't going to be some slapdick fucking $2 hoodie. And I'll sign a book and a, and a bottle for you. The first three that can get that poll question right. I'll leave the poll question up. Like I said, I'll timestamp the emails that you send me. I'll know who the winner is um, based on those three things. So, um, back to the show. Daniel Snyder, um, billionaire owner, had some cheerleaders just go in front of a court, in front of a fucking, um, in front of a jury and tell them basically, some government officials basically, not a jury, I'm sorry, government officials told them that they tried to, you know, Daniel Snyder tried to throw me in the car. His lawyer basically told him not to do it. It'd be a dumb move. And a lot of people, secretaries and other people said that Daniel Snyder and his employees have been groping females for years and years. But see, it's a, such a good old boy network that they, he can cover up his own admittance. He doesn't have to admit shit. He doesn't have to turn over documents to the NFL. That shit is crazy. And um, <sighs> he faces allegations over and over and over, dogging it. But it's hard to judge people without being there and knowing them. So who is thirsty? This fuck or the girls looking for a possible payday? I bring up this discussion because I, I want the women in here to, to not think I'm just taking the guy's side. I'm never taking the guy's side on these things. I, I take no side. I talk real shit. I have been on the side of false accusations, false allegations, and I've been on the side where females have lied about being raped 
being groped, being violated to get a payday or because they were embarrassed that they actually slept with the certain individual that they slept with. And they were shamed by their fathers or their peers or their mothers and lie, make up lies out of embarrassment. I've seen it. So I want to make sure you understand my neutral gray area that I am speaking on. I'm speaking on this because is this motherfucker just a thirsty fucking pedophile? Or is these girls, are these girls lying and making up lies because they're so thirsty for a payday that it becomes a national story? Females do it a lot. And you know what's unfortunate is, and I know a lot of females I've talked to about this, a lot of females actually get pissed at females that lie about these things. Number one, because most of them lie about a black male. Number two, a lot of them lie and it makes other women look bad because women have seemed to get away with it for quite some time and never have a repercussion. Women have never gone to jail for lying about sending guys to jail for rape. Let me make sure I clarify that. Women have never gone to jail for lying about sending a dude to jail. I mean, sending a dude to jail about lying because he, she said he raped her. I've never seen a woman be thrown in jail for that. Like, that's a false. Like, there's such things as false imprisonment. <laughs> there's such things as false um, falsehoods. Like, John, you have to become a member to call me, um, brother. You have to be a member, bro. Sorry. Um so that's just kind of my take on it, you know? Um, so I don't know. But, John, I uh, appreciate you, dog. I got your messages today. I know who you are now, but you got to become a member, okay? Um, so, um, yes, Mike Tyson, Tupac, right? Tupac was also accused. Um it's just hard. It's hard, dog. Kobe, you know, it's crazy how I know filing a, filing a false report is a felony, but that's not how the the the, 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 the world works, though, um, Lane. That's not how it works. They claim that they were raped. There's never a filing. The kid gets arrested, bro, <laughs> and then is charged. And then has to fight for his life to get out. And that is the truth. There's never a filing process on the female and she's never held accountable. It's unfortunate. I'm sure there's other things that guys do that is equally as bad to women that go unnoticed as well. So make sure I want to make sure I'm clear and down the middle on this thing and it's not just one sided because I hope you guys know. I'm about being honest and real. I don't give a fuck if you're a man fucking up or a woman fucking up. <laughs> yes, becoming a member costs you less than a fucking Big Mac or two chicken nuggets. Two chicken nuggets cost you at least $2. Um, I got a good topic I want to discuss, though, man. I'm going to bring this up. Ladies in the house, please chime in. I think there's three or four of you in here. I appreciate you guys, all ladies in the house. Shout out. 
I want to talk about something to some of you. And I want to, before I take some calls and give you the trivia question, poll questions out there. Where does Aaron Rodgers end up? Free hoodie, bottle of whiskey, and a book goes out to you. Um, Brandon Davis, what up? Um, I want to talk about some shit. It's Thirsty Thursday. We've discussed the tender twindler, swindler. We've discussed Daniel Snyder's bitch ass. Um, and by the way, the Commanders is the best name you can come up with after two years. <laughs> um, ben Roethlisberger. I mean, fuck, dog. To me, I, I have an issue. Um, I have an issue when you have been accused of rape or domestic violence or something more than one time. I mean, I have an issue if it's one time, but I'm just saying, because to me, I teach to avoid that one time. There is a way. There is a fucking way to avoid it. So I teach to avoid it the first time. But if you've been accused twice, there's starting to be a trend. So Daniel Snyder continuing to be accused of this, I have an issue. Like... What about fucking Deshaun Watson? 40 fucking four charges or cases? See, I don't know, man. I got a, I got a problem with that, too. I'm starting to think, okay, you don't need 22 masseuses, dog. Let's just keep it real. If you get more than fucking one or two, then you have a horrible fucking reason. You have a horrible team around you. And there's a lot of problems there. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about this, Lisa, Lucy, um, Jada, whoever else is in here. People who aren't friends with their exes aren't worth dating. I was told that. Is this a real thing? People who aren't friends with their ex, man or woman, aren't worth dating. Is this a real thing? You got to be shitting me, right? Because I have some combatment to that. Um, who thinks it's okay to have opposite sex friends? I'm just curious, ladies. Because ladies usually are the ones that have male friends. See, I got to be real again with everyone. I got to be real with you guys. TJ, you want me to say what again? People who aren't friends with their exes aren't worth dating is what I was told by somebody. And I said, is that a real thing? And my combat to that and my question to that and my discussion to that is, who thinks it's okay to have opposite sex friends? To me, to me, this is thirsty. Now, let me explain. Understand, I am not insecure at all. I don't get jealous. Or do I? See, that's the real shit here. We're trying to get to the real shit here. Or do I? See, I'm this big, bad alpha male. We all think we are. We all walk around saying our dicks are the biggest. And come here, Ash. We all have insecurities. We all are jealous. In my opinion, I don't give a fuck if you think it subconsciously or if you're outright, um, outright about it. I think we all 
have insecurities and jealousy of some sort. Um, in some regards, regardless of what your mouth says, your brain says otherwise. It's not common relationship protocol to see your girl or man with opposite sex on a daily or so-called friends. Listen, I got a story, dog, I just found out about. All right, I'm not going to say no names. Um, and it's a good topic, Dre. Dre said little dick syndrome doesn't allow for friends of the opposite sex. Now, that's interesting he said that. It makes total sense what he said. I respect what he said because my definition of small dick syndrome is exactly what Dre Kemp just said. Dre Kemp just said small dick syndrome doesn't allow for friends of the opposite sex. My rebuttal to that is when it comes to relationships and you're in one with a woman or a man. I trust no motherfucker. There's two people in the world I trust me and the other motherfucker ain't you. That is just real talk. I'm sorry. I just found out from one of my best friends in the world um, that one of our other friends that I won't mention has been married 15 years. Okay, we all knew him. We all knew his wife. We all knew his kid. They had a kid, 11-year-old. He came home to find his wife in bed with his best friend of 15 years. <laughs> And this was so-called a friendly relationship between the guy and his wife. Now, fuck all what you're saying, Drake Kemp. <laughs> fuck small dick syndrome. I ain't got small dick syndrome. I got real dick syndrome. And my dick tells me, I don't want your motherfucking ass around no motherfucking dude all the motherfucking time. Period. Because homies ain't homies. Acquaintances are acquaintances for a reason. And if they're your true homie, they will let you know that your girl pressed up on me. <laughs> I'm just telling you, dog. I feel what Dre says, though. He made a valid point to combat what I defined as small dick syndrome. The issue is, if this is your significant other, your life partner, quote unquote, there's an issue there with when the woman is too comfortable with other opposite sex or if the man is too comfortable with opposite sex. I just I just think that it is human nature to test the waters on occasion. And don't say it's always men, women, because I know a lot of women who have cheated on their man. And it goes both ways for whatever reason. Right. I'm not a fucking marriage counselor for whatever reason. I'm just a realist counselor. I'm just going to tell you straight up. This is what happens in life in human and the single cell fucking organism. This is what happens. Lisa, it doesn't matter. You're, you're missing the point. It doesn't matter if you're not attracted to your friends. If you're around a human for long enough, brain power supersedes eye candy. Let me say it again before I drop the mic on y'all motherfuckers. Brain power supersedes eye candy. If you got a mouthpiece and you can run game, I don't give a fuck. A woman... Or a man are susceptible 
to that brain power. Lisa, I have zero female friends. I have zero female friends. This is a true fact story. This is a true story. I don't have female friends. I don't. I don't have female friends. Okay. Um, I do not have female friends. So just so we know. Natalie Maxie's in here. <laughs> this is a broad who hangs out with my 23-year-old daughter. <laughs> Holy fuck. Anyway, I have zero female friends. You know why? Because it's for the simple fact that if I do have a female or a lady or a significant other, I believe that I have enough friends in life, dog. I have enough friends to give out every one of you motherfuckers a friend. I can give every single one of you a friend. But the fact of the matter is, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to fucking be the person that sits here and says, hey, uh, she's just my homie. No, she's not. That's why friends don't exist for me on the opposite side. Because I have enough humans for friends. They're all dudes. If I have a female friend, I believe it's going to cause conflict down the line. Natalie's a piece of shit, by the way, so you guys know, okay? I had a prior uh, relationship with her, so trust me, I know who she is. <laughs> she kicks it with my daughter, by the way. She's pretty fucking thirsty. <laughs> She's not hungry, bro. She's thirsty. I'm just going to keep it 100 um, see, some people have their whole lives handed to them. They never have to work for shit. So they don't have to work for nothing in life. Just so you're clear, they get everything handed to them. So when adversity hits them in the mouth, they start to point fingers and blame other folks for things that they're de deficient at. And that's just true. That's just the real shit. So <laughs> I'm just keeping it 100 with y'all. I have nothing to hide. Um, that's probably why I've never been married, right? I've never been married for a fucking reason, I'm sure. Um, but anyway, people um, who aren't friends with their ex is worth dating. I don't know. I just don't think that you can really have a fucking opposite sex friend and not Ruin your relationship. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, so I don't know. Um, poll question Where does Aaron Rodgers end up? Free hoodie, book, and whiskey bottle. First three that email me, I already said it. Give you answer. Hit me up. I'll give you a opportunity to win that shit. Trivia question. Let's take a call. Hopefully, Natalie calls in. <laughs> Natalie, call in. Motherfucker shit. Oh, fake-ass motherfucker. I'm going to put the uh, link in the chat. 
I just put the link in the chat. So, um, must be a member to call in. I got a trivia question. Just so you're clear, I got a trivia question for you. Um, so hit me up. Yeah, jobs, everything, everything, uh, everything, everything has to do with it. I mean, let's be real. I'm never going to not say um, your job. You don't think money and job and and opportunity and fucking time spent all don't matter and when you cheat and all that shit. Yeah, there's a lot of that shit that goes into it. But anyway, um, Brandon, you calling? Brandon, type in first. Are you calling for the trivia trivia question? Brandon be beating y'all. Um, um, Brandon be beating everybody into the fucking chat, dog. She ain't calling in, bro. I tell you right now, I real recognizes real, bro. Trust me, I know. I wish she would. I would take the call, dog. Trust me. I would let everybody know. Like, I'll let her know how she is hanging out with someone that used to fuck with her daughter and lying to her. Now, you got to be a real piece of shit, don't you? Anyway. This smoke got me all fucking clogged up. All right. Brandon, you calling in for the award? Who's calling in? Nobody Nobody wants to... Um, Ruben, you already know the deal, Ruben. <laughs> Ruben's one of my lifelong friends, by the way, so he's in this chat right here. Um, TJ knows, too, because TJ's played for me, so... Um, Brandon, what up? What's up, coach? What's up with your lip? Are you been in a fight or what? Yeah, uh, uh, Coach uh, Jiu-Jitsu had a uh, place in Bonita, and, you know, I was, you know, I just got my lip cut, bro. Oh, I got you. I got you. Hey, work hard, play hard, dog. Um, hey, I went, I'm here for the two question, but I just want to say real quick that you're right that you can't have female friends. I would say in the military sense, you got uh, acquaintances because you lose people and gain people so much in the military. But there'd be people, men and women, you know, who be trying to fuck, you know. And it just is what it is, bro. It's human nature. <laughs> hey. I'm try- and you're a youngster, dog. I'm trying to tell people. <laughs> trying to tell people. Hey, it's right, what's just... Your, it's, what's your trivia question? Hey, and, and before we talk about trivia question and, and going back to the chat and everybody that's in it, um, you know, the cold part is human nature, single-cell fucking organism... People start to build relationship regardless, whether it's mental, physical, or attraction. Um, whether you have a mouthpiece, you you think so? You think Biggie Smalls had a big dick, a big wallet, or a big heart? Because <laughs> Biggie Smalls had bitches. That motherfucker was the biggest, ugliest motherfucker out there. So let's just keep it one hundred. Or he had a mouthpiece. And the mouthpiece attracted females, right? So, um, 
is what it is. But here's a trivia question. Um, if you don't get it right, I'm jumping right to Bravo Blast here. Um, so here we go. Oh, shit. Um, la, 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 la. Here we go. You ready for this? I'm putting it on the thing right here. Yes, sir. How many continents are in the world? Uh, nine. Nope. Beep. I got to get a beep question, dog. Damn. I'll call you back. Um, Bravo Blast, you you know how many continents are in the world? Shoot, I ain't no geologist or nothing like that, man. I'm going to shoot seven, man. Oh, you got it. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got it, dog. Um, I'm gonna we give... smart in California, buddy. Huh? <laughs> Said we smart out of California. Are uh, you in Cali? No, nah, man. I live in Florida now, but born and raised, buddy, in Cali. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, email me. Make sure you email me, CoachJB12, your address. Yes, sir. No doubt. No doubt. Um, hey, man, Aaron's staying in Green Bay, too, bro. He ain't going nowhere. Okay. Hey. He ain't going nowhere. Hey, I was with AJ Hawk last night. We were talking about it quite a bit. Um. He don't even have a he don't have a thought either way. He said Aaron's just very very hard to gauge. So he he said only Aaron knows, man. So um, Aaron's actually in Phoenix. I'm actually headed to Phoenix, and Aaron's out there golfing with Pat and all them guys. So uh, maybe I'll hook up with them. He broke my JUCO records, by the way, in uh, in California. So uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll get the slap uh, hate me now love me later book on uh, Pat's book club uh, during the day. So we'll see what happens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got. That's why I'm looking forward that that book, man. I just got uh Jay Glazer's um okay. Unbreakable, in, and I'm I'm trying to get into that because my brother, you know, he has uh some mental issues himself, so I'm trying to okay. understand that a little bit better about my brother, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I saw Jay uh, up there yesterday, so everybody's there, man. Everybody's up there right now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh he was on Pat's show today. Of course, oh, I was, was watching that live, you know. So. I didn't get to see it, man. I, I saw the beginning of it, and then I had to run and do a bunch of shit. So, uh, oh man, Jay Jay set was amazing, dude. It it, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he put Pat around like he was like he was a, a a fucking leaf. Just push him around like he was a leaf. On <laughs> uh, no doubt, <laughs> it's a strong blow. <laughs> no doubt. All right, brother. I appreciate you calling, dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate e you. Email me your address. I'll shoot you this. Yes, sir. I got you. Got right, you. Peace. Thank you, dope. Dre, what up? What up, coach? Oh, uh, man, chilling, man. Appreciate you. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, long time fan, long time fan. Oh, okay, appreciate it. I'm uh, I'm calling out of Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, I love Greenville, man. I got a great cigar lounge in Greenville I go to, man, out in the cut. Nobody know about. It's a cold setup. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yes, I know sir. I know I know all about that shit. I love <laughs> I love South Carolina. <laughs> Uh, I'm coming to L.A. The Lakers play the Warriors uh, March 5th. I've never been to L.A. I've never been to the Staples. It's, it's forever the Staples Center for me. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I've never been out there. I just wanted to know if there's a few uh, few uh, food spots in L.A. you would recommend. Oh, yeah. Bertha's, number one. Bertha's. Yep. Hit up Bertha's first, Soul Food Spot. Uh, Michael Jackson used to go in there, man, on Wednesdays. They used to shut it down. That was the one day they wouldn't open to the public. That's how, you know, that's how revered that spot is. So go check it out. Bertha's, man. It's by Jackie Robinson Park in L.A. Uh, just research, Google it up. Uh, I, I would strongly advise you go in there. And uh, they, put the, they, put the nap, they put the paper towel roll on your table, like you in the hood, you in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a real deal. Um, 
Go check that out. And uh, it's called Bertha's Man in L.A. by Jackie Robinson Park. It's a good spot. Word. Well, I ain't gonna hold up no more time on your airways. I just want to say what. Nah, up. no Thanks doubt. I appreciate Thanks. you calling, brother. Stay up, stay up, man, and be safe out here. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Peace. Brian B, what up? North Carolina in the house. Hey, coach, calling from the other Greenville. Oh yeah, Greenville, North Carolina. Hey, uh, you you are an LA guy, so I've been burning to ask you this question. What's your take on Trevor Bauer? Trevor Bauer, remind me of which one that is. The uh, pitcher you guys picked up for the Dodgers. Oh, yeah, dog. Uh, the Dodger? Yeah, yeah. Had some craziness on some text messages. Is that just his get down or? I don't know. You know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about it, man, but I know that motherfucker got, uh, he had a lot of uh, accusations too, and then he beat the case yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, I don't know, dog. That's some crazy shit. You know, that's another, is that another Roethlisberger uh, discussion? I don't know, because, I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting to see what's going on. Um, I don't know, man. I, I saw some things that I heard some other players, even on his team, knew it was a fact, and that's why they didn't want him on the team no more. That was a rumor originally. So if that really was a rumor and that was happening, um, I wonder if that's something that just money hushed away or, or what happened. I'm, I'm curious. But it's hard, man. It's hard, Brian. You know, like me, like you, like I, you know how I am. I, it's hard to judge folks when you're not there, man. You don't even know because I hate to put my foot in my mouth. Too many people have done it and and been wrong on their uh, assumption, and and it's not fair to put that on people. And 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 I just hope that it's not true. And at the end, end of the day, if it is true, I think it ends up coming to the light eventually, anyway. Right. So, who knows? Um. But nah, I appreciate it, dog. I'm just chilling. You straight? I'm straight. Good, good question there with the uh, continents. Oh yeah, that's a tough one right there, dog. A lot of cats don't know. I got to teach some shit, dog. You know what I'm saying? I got to teach the folks something. At least some people knew. Somebody put 139 on that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. I appreciate uh, you, dog. I'll, I'll see you guys back on Monday. All right. All right, brother. Peace. Um, anyway, I appreciate you guys calling in, man. Poll question. How does it, where does Aaron Rodgers end up? Trivia question. How many continents were there in the world? Are there in the world? The answer was seven. Somebody said 139. You got to go back to school like happy Gilmore motherfucker and get your goddamn degree. Um, I'm going to shut this audio side down for the day. I appreciate everybody. Oh, you know what? I'm not, man. I'm going to talk about my top five dead or alive. Uh, I'm going to do the top five dead or alive. And I'm going to pop it up on the screen for everybody. Um, We're hour 42 in already. I will... I'm going to end the show with my top five dead or alive sports franchises, my top five college top five of all time. And then I'm going to discuss the top five best teams of all time. So please stay tuned. I'll be back in two minutes. I'm going to make sure that the dogs are straight, take a leak, and I'll be back um, in two minutes. Stay tuned. Stay on. Don't go nowhere. Become a member. Peace. Hold on. Hey. You prepare for tomorrow today. Come here, bottom. Come here, Cali, baby. Come here, Cali. You know, I got too much going for all that. But anyway, this motherfucker came out 
And Shanahan came out and said he loves Jimmy G. And Stephen A. stopped everything on the show today and came out and said, lies. You just lied to America. And I'm sitting there like, damn, this motherfucker has not a fucking clue about a player and coach relationship because you didn't fucking play the game. But yet this motherfucker says he's as good as anybody at calling football when he don't know when he didn't play the game. And that's the fucking ego and ignorance of these motherfuckers because you don't know what you don't know, motherfucker. You were never in that locker room. You were never coached and you never played. You don't know what the brotherhood's like. You played HBCU shitty ass fucking division three basketball motherfucker and didn't even start. You gotta sit down, lay down. What up, what up? I'm back, I'm back. I'm ready to crack it. I'm getting to cracking. I'm ready to get this top five dead or alive in there. Um, so, sports franchises, all right? I'm gonna pull it up, man. I'm gonna pop it up on my deal and I'm gonna get through this um, before I have to shut down the audio side of it. Um, my top five dead or alive sports franchises will be the first thing that I show, all right? I'm gonna pop it up here. My top sports franchises, man, all right? This is mine, all right? This is my belief. And I have data to prove some things. I can combat some things, um, arguments, if you guys have arguments. But in my opinion, the Yankees have to be the number one all-time sports franchise because they've won 27 titles. They've won 27 titles. No one's close to that. So they have to be the most glorified franchise of any sport, in my opinion. Um, the Lakers, in my opinion, are second because basketball, obviously we know um, they've had success. The Lakers and the Celtics both share 17 titles, okay? Both have 17 titles. Why do I put the Lakers ahead of the Celtics? JB, because you from L.A. No, it's not at all. I put the Lakers ahead of the Celtics because of the Lakers have won more recently. They're more relevant. We live in a what have you done for me lately world. So I believe that the Lakers are more relevant than the Celtics right now, even though they both have 17 titles. Um, the Lakers have obviously won a few um, in the last few years, and the Celtics have not won one since they beat the Lakers. And oh, what year was that? Seven, eight. So, um, I got the Celtics as number three. I got the Patriots as number four. Even though the Patriots share the same amount of titles as the Steelers, again, I go to what's more relevant. The Patriots have won more recent, and I think the Steelers are in the top five. I just think football deserves two in there because it's the hardest sport to play. So that's just what I think. Um, now, I'm going to go to my college top five, okay? My college top five. I believe UCLA men's basketball is the most, the most well-rounded organization to ever touch college sports. John Wooden and the UCLA men's teams of, those, of the eras, of all the eras, they dominated. I'm going to give you a story if you guys that are not sports nuts understand or know. Okay. I'm going to give you something then. Um, some information you didn't know. 
the UCLA dominated the NCAA tournament tournament in such a fashion that they used to put up signs that said, welcome to the UCLA Invitational. (laughs) Welcome to the UCLA Invitational. So, uh, hey, that's pretty impressive, dog. They won 10 fucking natties in a row. 10 natties in a row with guys like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Walton, um, you name it, Hundreds of NBA players had gone through there, and not only did they have the most talent, um, he recruited the best talent. Um, they won. So UCLA dominated college sports, in my opinion. UConn women's basketball, yes, yes. U- UConn women. To me, Ariyama is a top five coach of all time of any sport of any sport. And I used to ask my coaches who they would want to talk to if they got to choose a coach they can go talk to or, or listen to or be a fly on the wall and see operations on a daily basis. Everybody said Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick. Everyone. And I'm like, dude, why does it have to be a football coach just because you coach football? Um, I said Jim Ariyama. Uh, I wanted to go talk to Ariyama. To me, a man coaching women's basketball who's never had a fucking creep allegation, who's never had any fucking issue, who dominated the sport for the last 20 years. Um, I believe that's very, very impressive and hard to do. I believe Jim, uh, J- uh, Coach Ariyama is Gino Ariyama. I'm sorry, I keep messing his name up. Gino is clearly... Um, a great coach, and I believe he put UConn women's basketball in the top five discussion of college sports of all time. I have uh, Duke basketball. I considered it. Um, I just thought it was a little too easy to throw out there. Um, So I included Alabama football, USC football, just because of the history. Now, I'm talking all time, dead or alive, college top five. So I I had to put Alabama and USC football in there because of the tradition. And then Tennessee women's basketball I also threw in there. So don't ever tell me I'm not a fucking equal opportunist, um, ladies. I I, I truly believe Tennessee and Pat Summit were also very, very influential and great. I just thought Ariyama dominated Pat for the latter years. Pat dominated everything else for the earlier years before Gino and UConn came a lot around. Now, Coach K would be in a top discussion for coach all-time coaches. Um, I actually have Coach K in my top five, so um, that's a whole other discussion. Now, top five best teams, all right? Top five best teams. Now, don't get don't get confused with franchises and teams. This is a one year team. John Wooden is my number one coach of all time, of course. Um, don't get confused franchise with best teams, okay? And all you guys can do this on your own, man. You guys could all fucking go come up with your own shit. Now, this is just good brain food, in my opinion. My top best teams, okay. A lot of people don't understand or, or grasp the concept, but 
the all-time best team ever assembled, in my opinion, is the 1992 U.S. Olympic basketball team. You guys tell me a better team assembled. I bet you nobody in here would have ever said that team. Well, contrary to belief, it was a team. They were a team. And it was probably the most well-orchestrated, talented team of all time. I do have a beef with Christian Leitner being on it over Shaquille O'Neal. That is a discussion in its own. Um, a lot of people have their merit and reason why um, they took Christian Leitner over Shaq. Uh, but contrary to belief, uh, you know, if we look back at it, Isaiah was left off, I think, because of Michael Jordan's beef. Um, I think that's been kind of displayed. Um, who said the 91 Dolphins? You should be castrated. If you said the 91 Dolphins, you should be castrated. But the number two top five best team of all time is actually WB2, the 1972 Miami Dolphins. They're my fucking number two best team of all time. The 1972 Miami Dolphins, um, led by Don Shula, undefeated team, still to this day. Um, my number three team is the 1985 Chicago Bears. The 1985 Chicago Bears um, is my number two team. Um, they were a dominant defense led by Mike Singletary, Richard Dent. Um, very average at quarterback. Jim McMahon was very average, just got it done, but was a nutty, gunny fucking winner. No question. Um 1996 Chicago Bulls. I put it in there because they were first and they had the best record. And they had Jordan, who was a transcending player. Um, and then my 1999-2000 Lakers. Um, they still hold the record, I believe, with only having one loss in a, in, in a, in a 16-game playoff. Um, they went 15-1, only losing to Allen Iverson. In the famous crossover of Ty Lu, um, that Laker team, I really think could have beat the '96 Chicago Bull team. Um, but a lot of people talk about those two teams as being one of the greatest two teams of all time. A lot of people put the the, the 15 Golden State Warriors. I don't think the Warriors could have touched either one of those two teams just for the simple fact of nuts and guts and the def perimeter defense with Pippen, Kobe, Lamar Odom. Um, I think we had too much length with Shaq. I think they would have beat up Golden State, both teams. Um, so that's my top five dead or alive, top five franchise, top five college, five sport, uh, teams, and then my top five best teams of all time. So um, that's just what it is. Um I appreciate everyone calling in. Everybody else, stay tuned on YouTube for the After Hours segment of the Slapdick Podcast. And I will be ending the audio side. Audio side, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple. I will see you guys Monday for uh, Merciless Monday. Back here on YouTube at 2 p.m. on the West Coast, Pacific. And uh, I appreciate everybody, man. And uh, like I said, stay up. Have a safe weekend. I'll see you Monday. No show tomorrow. I will be in Phoenix for the Phoenix Open. And uh, appreciate everybody. After Hours will be here. And I will take some more calls. 
and I'll do another giveaway. Um, so stay up. Appreciate it. Everyone become a member and uh, help this station grow. That's what she said. Peace. Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Vice. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the